I just wanna leave the negativity in my head I just want relief from my stress I just want relief from my stress Your life will always be filled with stressful situations if you can view those situations as challenges you can control and master rather than as threats that are insurmountable you will perform better in the short run and stay healthy in the long run when am I stressed? Yes, am I stressed? Too blessed to be stressed. Yes, am I stressed? Too blessed to be stressed. Yes, am I stressed? Too blessed to be stressed. Ah. Stress is not a part of you. It is not your job or your life situations which are stressful. Stress is happening to you because of your inability to manage your own system. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to another riveting episode of your favorite live podcast. Dive into the shallows with us. Every single weekend. Now, the man with the master plan. Alex T-shirt. Good morning. Good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in the return of your favorite live podcast, Shallow Oceans. Fans, it has been far too long. It has been many, many moons since I have been here. But before I keep going, before I tell you of my grand adventures, the exuberance of my perseverance in the soul that I have that is so robust in every way, I must first sing, hit the music. And I'm doing the Shallow Ocean Show because I miss you guys so much. And I hope you miss me too. I love what I do. Yes, I'm talking life facts all with you. I love what I do. We stay in the shallows. We stay in the shallows. <laughs> what is poppin', everybody? I am your humble host, your sidekick to life, your captain into adventure, and your trusty steed into moving forward in this expedition we call life. I am so excited to finally be back here. I can't tell you how much I was itching to start doing the show again, but I told myself I mustn't. I must wait. I must hold off until I am back in the studios, sitting in the chair itself, the king's throne, and telling you guys how amazing it has been. So let me get all of the ketchups out of the way. Merry late Christmas to all of you. Happy late New Year's to everybody, and happy Martin. Luther King Day. 
Oh boy, that was a little bit of a mouthful on the holidays there, but uh, yes, <laughs> we are in 2021. What an amazing time, and I have gone through so much to close out the last month. Not only did I go get a tattoo, and it's the whole entire part of my forearm, you'll see it in the new promo video for this episode, not only was I struck in with illness and I had to be out of the studios for multiple weeks to make sure I was healthy and good and okay, not only did I have a Weeb Nation meetup with fans from all over the country to get together and enjoy what we started a show of friendship and nerdum. I get to finally sit here and say, welcome to 2021. <laughs> it has been a trip. So yes, let me start with the first part. The tattoo. I have my entire forearm now tattooed. It was an eight-hour session, one day on a Sunday. Shout-outs to Chris Sanchez Tattoos on actual Instagram. He is insane. He has been a big part of our brand with Weeb Nation Podcast. He helps us with our shirt designs, which I'm wearing right now as I'm sitting here and talking to you. He also did my first anime tattoo because I do have a tattoo before this one. It's some Hebrew writing on the back of my neck. And it says Khan Bahar, which basically means the chosen ones. We are all chosen. I have embraced my calling. That is why I'm sitting here with you. I hope you will embrace yours one day. So it is for me to show you if you ever see me ahead of you that you can know I am somebody who is leading you the right way. So you can follow me if you need someone or you can just say I too wish to accomplish that one day. So this tattoo on my forearm, it is of one of my favorite female anime characters. And yes, I'm going to do an entire anime sleeve for my left arm. The first part is done. I have three more sessions for the other side of my forearm, my bicep, the other side of my bicep, up to my shoulder, and then filling in the rest of the part. So about three to four more sessions. And her name is Holo. She is Holo the Wise Wolf. Let me give you just a brief synopsis of Holo and why she is on my arm and will be with me forever. Ever, as she is always in my heart forever. If you don't know this by now and you're just tuning in, hi, welcome. I'm Alex Teicher. This is the Shallow Oceans Podcast. I also do another podcast called Weeb Nation Podcast. That podcast is based on my nerdum, my fandom of anime. It started when I was a young gamer. It developed into the weeaboo I am where I just love anime, the whole concept of anime. I watch anime every single day more than anything else and probably only anime as of late, but it's such such a big thing to me because this character herself, she is a deity, a god, and she is a wolf god. And she basically met somebody as she's traveling across the world and they asked her for help and said, can you help us make our wheat fields flourish? Can you help us survive in this world? Because this takes part hundreds of years before technology, before anything. These are simple times, just a cart and a wagon and a horse and just society moving through everything. There's no technology. It's, it's the creme de la creme if I could have picked a time to go back to. Well, she gives up so much of her years to stay here to help these villagers way past the time when they forget about her and neglect her and don't even think she's real anymore and she still does what she can to make them all prosper and thrive. To me, that is such a big part. Before I even get into like the other things about her, she is such an iconic character to me because she shows somebody who is a god, a figure who does not need anybody or anything. She calls herself Holo the Wise Wolf, who is full of pride. 
but it's just a front. She's so full of love. She does everything and anything she can to help those around her and falls in love with a traveling merchant because, you know, I am a hopeless romantic and I do believe there is one woman out there for me. It's such a beautiful tale. And to see how much she sacrifices, not only for Lawrence, but for the people that she meets and she comes into contact with, what a character. Somebody like that, I inspire to be in life. That's a character where I've noticed myself. I've found so many life lessons in. She was the perfect character to get it. So I don't mean to go on a tribe there. I don't mean to go too far. But yes, the whole forearm is tattooed. And boy, oh boy, tattoos hurt. <laughs> Let me just tell you, kids, if you're thinking about getting a tattoo, I thought the little one on the back of my neck that took about ah, 45 minutes, 30 minutes was uh, was whatever. You know, it was a breeze. It kind of hurt. Let me tell you, when you get an entire forearm done or any big piece and there's so much detail inside of it that they have to go multiple times over with different shadings and I went all black and gray on mine so different shadings with the ending with the white to do the highlights when your arm is that numb and that raw it just it's oh oh the worst part was those wipes with the actual paper towel oh devastating so kids just know tattoos hurt (laughs) that's all I'll say so now parlay that into I actually ended up getting sick I went to get a COVID test it said it was positive but I don't know if it truly was COVID because I had a little bit of a cold for a couple days I had a little bit of a head congestion with a runny nose it went away in a few days and I had no other symptoms so I'm assuming it wasn't but even if it was COVID because point in case there is many false positive tests out there and I don't know if you guys know this but if you take care of yourself and eat healthy which I do and exercise and make sure that your body is a temple, you don't need to worry about anything. So if it was actually COVID, it didn't do anything to me. It actually hit me less as hard as a flu did two years ago. So just letting you know, I'm good. I'm okay. But precautionary measures, they had me stay home for like two and a half weeks and I wasn't complaining. Hey, I'm getting paid. So I didn't want to do the show at home until I was back in the studio, strapped in the seat to tell you guys I loved you and I missed you so much. So hopefully I kind of caught you up on everything. Oh, and before I forget, last weekend we had an Airbnb meetup for the Weeb Nation podcast. We had Joe from Pittsburgh. We had Dusty from Salt Lake City, Utah. We had JB from Sacramento. We had all of these fans from everywhere come and meet up with us to enjoy us. It was such a great time. Had a giant group of us of 10 plus people all wearing our Weeb Nation shirts to Frankensons. Oh my gosh, I have been blissed. I'm sure you can hear my voice. I'm extremely excited and I've loved every second of my life. And so much has happened. It's good to finally sit back down here to tell you I missed you. I truly did miss you. I hope your holidays were great. I hope you were able to see some people you love and not be too scared right now. Because again, as I just mentioned, you can overcome whatever illness befalls you because you just need to take care of yourself. Eat healthy because you are what you eat. So I hope everything else has been good. I hope you still have been challenging yourself. I hope you still have been fruitful in your adventures. I hope you tried something new for the first time. And I hope you are still chasing your dreams. I hope you're trying to aspire to be great and to be a better person. As I myself am blessed to wake up every day and say, I hope I can be better today than I was yesterday. Continuous motion of pushing it forward, thus the Shallow Oceans podcast. So I know it's been a while. And I know we haven't talked in a long time, and I'm very excited to rant on today's topic because I almost forgot what I was supposed to talk with you guys today. I almost forgot what I wanted to sit down and talk to you about, to portray to you and break down something that I find is very important. But then it snapped in my memory. 
I hope you heard that. I put my fingers really close to the mic. (laughs) It was like a light bulb snapped in my mind as soon as I sat down. Before I even checked, I remembered I wanted to talk about stress. Because how bad stress is not only the detriment and probably the true pandemic that we have been suffering from in this country and around the world for the longest time, as well as other things, hunger, depression, all this others. Stress is such an actual pivotal point in our life. It actually, in my opinion, is the reason why people get sick, the reason why people get depressed, the reason why people get hurt the reason why people end up dying, the reason why people develop maybe health issues that are actually for the rest of their lives to even things of deterring you from chasing your dreams, from making you abuse the people around you mentally or physically, to deter the things that you are doing in life, to make you even not see the day as how beautiful it should be. There are so many things this plays a part in. It hurts my heart to say that There is so much stress going on. I want to do my best to help you notice that you are inducing yourself in this comatose state of all this stress. We have to find a way to remove you from this to help you see that there is a better way to live life. And no matter what obligation, what situation, what problem, what detriment arises in your life, you can always find a better way of looking at it. It very much is on the the simplicit notion of just saying a glass is half full. No matter how much is in or how much is gone. It's not half empty. It's half full. There's room to put more in it. Stop always looking at the negative things in life. Negativity is a big part of stress. It plays a detriment to it. It hurts us immensely because we'll never fully understand the parts of everything within this concoction. Why there are so many things in our life that are detrimental to us that it is slowly impairing our vision of what it means to be a simple good person because we believe we're so far behind because of the stress we're putting on ourselves. People will always try to hurt you. People will always try to use you, even if they're not trying to. It Maybe if it's subconscious, it does happen. The point I'm getting at is you have to be in control of your own self and your own emotions. So just like the simple factor of stress to me, it's something that's so simple to overcome, yet there's so many levels to it. And there's so many ways we implement it to our life. And before I tell you the simple way of how you can overcome all of it, I want to explain to you the different ways I myself have went through stress, how I see my own mother going through stress, my friends and family going through stress, the people around me, and how I see the world itself trying to create this unsettledty within you. It's trying to remove you from so much stuff in life. So I'll start it with myself, for example. When I was going through life and I was at a younger age, and it was almost like the innocence we have as a child where we don't know too much about life yet. We kind of are just fruitfully going through it. We only have to worry about ourselves and the day and our friends and all this little stuff. There's so much simplicity to it. We don't have a lot to incorporate yet. Well, I was lucky enough to be before the generation now because I am 30. I turned 30 last year. When we grew up without social media, I think the first time I was incorporated to social media was MySpace. And that was at the end of my junior high, beginning of high school, I believe. I'm pretty sure. Could be wrong. But I know that that was the first time I was introduced to it. So my whole childhood, there was no such thing as social media for me. It wasn't available. It wasn't easy. It wasn't on an app on our phone. It was such a pure time. So when you're not consumed by so much of the world, when there is not so much going on within your own realm of life, because keep in mind, we all have our own worlds within this one world. Everybody's living in their own life within a giant life. So when you understand that, you start to focus more on yourself. So when I was incorporated in all of these things, my life was pure. It was blissful. I had great friends, great time. I had some little troubles here and there, as always kids do, but we're just young. We're dumb. We make mistakes. But I also think that's a part of society's upbringing, but that's for a different day. Education, step it up. 
up, I think that when we're so young, we're able to grow so much. We're able to do so many good things and we're able to live a stress-free life because we don't know what stress truly is. We might have little hardships, but we usually get through them very easily. It's a lot of the little things that it might be from family, disagreements or arguments with your friends. There's little things, but it's not really stress because there's nothing really on your plate yet. We're not paying rent. We don't have a full-time job. We don't have to afford all these things. We're not in debt. We don't have a relationship. It's very innocent. So stress is not a very pivotal thing at least hope it's not for a lot of children. But as I got older now and I started going to junior high, this is when stress started to hit me because this is when I started to get bullied. When I was in junior high, I was not a very active kid. I was a very big nerd at this time, so I was playing a lot of video games. I was very skinny, very small. I didn't hit my growth spurt yet. I didn't have a voice like I do now, so it was very high pitchy. There was nothing really to take serious and I didn't carry myself very much so with confidence. So it was an easy thing to kind of push down to make themselves feel better. Well, as I started to get picked on, this is when you start to first get introduced to like the stress factor because now I was starting to worry about what it felt like when I went to school now. I was starting to worry about what would happen to me. I was starting to worry about what I had to do to get away from it. How would I avoid it? What would I do to get around these people? Is there a way to just not let it affect me? Thankfully, my mind was pretty strong at that young age too to where I didn't let it overcome me too much, but I noticed this was on the first time I started to have this feeling inside. I started to have this worry. I started to have this achingness in my pit of my stomach, not like nervousness, but it was like that feeling of, oh, something was really wrong. This negative entity, something was not right. And I didn't like the feeling. Well, now progress. Let's go into high school now. High school was better. I grew up a little bit more, started to hit my growth spurs. I was still pretty skinny because I didn't work out or anything yet, but I started to spike my hair and did all this stuff. So I had this little bit more soiree to me. I started to develop into my character where I was very much a chameleon. I could talk to everybody. I was very good with my words. Probably picked up on that, but I was very fluid. I could make conversations. So I started to mold with a lot of people. Well, come to find out now, I had a point in my life where I was very attracted to other women now. So now that part of me where the puberty hits in and I'm starting to find a lot of attraction to women. I'm starting to want to know more about women, the, the anatomy of a female. I wanted to know more about them. If Am I compatible? Is this and that? I want. And it was so hard because I never had guidance. I never had insight. And this is just when my mother and father were having the disconnect and starting to go through their divorce. So I didn't really have the man figure in my life. And so I didn't have someone to guide me in the sense of what it was like to be a man, to be somebody, to be confident, to be able to talk. I had all that stuff down, but when it came to a woman, I started to overthink things. So I started to stress. And when you start to stress, you start to implement things in your life that are not needed. It starts to make things worse. It starts to make you overthink things. So thankfully, I started to let that go, just started to be myself, come to find out, met my girlfriend at the time, and everything was good. Well, let's fast forward a little bit more now to where now life really starts to hit. This is when I think real stress starts to hit us because even in high school when we go through these things, bullying or whatnot, and keep in mind, I know I was lucky because there wasn't as much social media as there is now. Now I'm sure it's a lot tougher for junior high kids, maybe even the end of elementary, definitely in high school because now you're so consumed with so much around you. So many people are focused on so many things and you're seeing so much of different people's lives and attributes, their insight, what they're doing and the negative 
notions of what I call the cesspool parts of social media where you're trying to fit in and you're following these social influencers and these people who have recognition because they do TikTok dances half naked. Don't get me started on it. All these things now start to consume you and they start to sway your mindset that you think this is normality. You think this is to feel accomplished and you think likes are going to be validation. That's a terrible way to do it. I can see why that increases so much stress in people's lives. I was thankfully not a part of it yet. So when I graduated now, I worked a full-time job. I moved out with my girlfriend. We had this set up and everything really hit me hard. This is when I realized I'm no longer a quote-unquote child. I'm no longer able to just get by with doing the simple things of just going to school, having maybe a part-time job, and enjoying myself to the fullest because nothing else was of my responsibility. Well, now you have this full place where I was a caretaker. I had to take care of an estate, these animals. I had bills. I had a girlfriend, but I worked so much I couldn't focus on her as much. She was going through issues, so it made it harder for us, and I wasn't able to be the person she needed because I wasn't of the mindset that I am now, so things started to fall apart. That's where heavy stress starts to implement your life. And when this stress sets in, this is now where it starts to break you down. Stress starts to consume you almost like a blinder. It puts these horse blinders on to where you can see nothing else besides the direct problem in front of you and it consumes your mindset. It takes away from everything inside of you where you are so focused on this one problem now, stress is literally seeping its nails into your skin and making it to where it will suck the life out of you you any and every single way it can. It will develop itself into depression. It will turn into a chronic illness. It'll devastate your mindset. It'll make you almost delusional. It will do anything and everything possible to elevate its level so much further that you are now living a lifestyle of stress. Sadly, I started to get consumed by these things to where now I was smoking so much pot. I was working so much. I had no goals, no aspirations, just living this life because I thought it was the best for us to set my girlfriend up at the time to do something with her life. She did nothing. It made me upset and it just turned into a black abyss. Thankfully, she removed herself from it. I'm glad she did because it thus helped me further myself because I didn't have it in me to break up with somebody, especially that I loved so much at that time that I've done so much for because I wasn't at that spot yet. And it was good that it happened because it was needed. It removed that veil and it opened those blinders so I could see what I was really focused my stress on, on things that didn't needed to be stressed about because I didn't see my blessings. That's again, full circle. The cup is half full. It is not half empty. You have been given a chance to do something new every single day you wake up. I'm going to get real with you here. You should be so grateful for the fact that you were blessed with the opportunity to live another day. Do you know the hundreds of thousands of people who die every single day that will never get a chance within this form of existence to tell the people they love them, to show the world their talent, to chase something great in their life, to do something good for somebody else, or to simply laugh and smile, or just try their best to be a better person that day. A lot of these people never got the chance to do it. You get the chance right now. You are listening to me right now, and I'm doing my best to show you how blessed we both are because I get to do what I love. I get to hopefully inspire you to see you can do what you love, and you have to realize we need to do better at this. We have to let go. 
We can't be so consumed of these petty problems. And yes, I don't mean to offend you. Most of the things in our lives are completely petty, self-inflicted. All of these things we have allowed to be a part of our life is definitely a part of our codependency. Regardless of what we say, we play a part in what is happening. You can fight me to the death of you, but a lot of these situations, whether it be, say, you have a bad relationship, say you have a bad family situation, say you have a bad work situation, say you're uh, whatever the struggle may be, let's put aside the pandemic and how a lot of things are closed and all that. I'm just saying for a simple fact that you can remove yourself from these situations. You can remove yourself from these toxic environments and you need to remove yourself from a stressful life. You got to stop with this negativity. You need to stop with this reality TV world and you got to let go of these petty things that are consuming your life. Be more connected to a higher power. Be more connected to God. What's inside of you? You don't have to be religious to know there is more to this life. There is something greater that has been given to each and every one of us because I am living proof of it. The fact that I was at rock bottom and I'm now sitting at a national radio station, this isn't a flex, this isn't to brag, it's the simple factor of showing you I can make something of myself, you damn well can do it as well. You just need to let go of stress. No matter what happens to me in my life now, whether I'm short on money, whether my tire goes flat, whether I get in a car accident, whether I have nobody at home to call my own, whether I get sick, whatever, you name it, whatever happens, a definite whatever may happen, I will never let negativity drive my life anymore at all. I've never been that person. I will never be that person. I see how much stress does to you. I see how stress ages you. I see how stress makes you involve yourself in these terrible situations because you want an escape. You're looking for something to get you away from what your normality is. The simple factor is this stress is going to take away years of your life. Do you want that? Do you want to be somebody that is so happy with letting other people determine your outlook on life? And again, we'll never be able to fully control the world we live in. I've accepted that. I have to know that there's more going on in this world than we'll ever be able to realize because the fact of the matter is we're not supposed to know. So if that's the case, I'm not going to do a heavy deep dive into something that will not help me. It's not in my realm of possibility, nor it is in yours. If you start to be a awakened person like myself and you start to see the tons and tons of evil going on in this world and how dark it can be and how so many people are suffering, dying, being tortured. I see all this stuff, but I still stay positive because if I give in as well, there will be no more hope left in this world. Be the hope. Be the change. Be the person to guide others that are struggling just as you are. I'm sorry to say this again, but stop being selfish. This world is not meant to be that tough. We can be better. Realize that the vessel we've been given this body is our gift, our purpose of being impartial to what is not real. Let it go. Enjoy every single day. Let the stress wash over you. Like just let it fly off. There's no need to hold on to things. If somebody did you wrong, let them go. Just say, cool, I'm cool with it. Bye. I don't need it. (laughs) It's that simple. If somebody you really love does hurt you, give them another chance then if you want to. But just remember, you are your own temple. Don't let anything affect you. It hurts my soul to see so many people stressing. I'll give you a great one. My mother. My mother is a 
prime example of somebody who stresses 24-7. She doesn't always see her blessings. She gets caught up in the social media world we live in. She sees how negativity drives everything. She tries her best to be positive, but she gets so consumed by these little stress things. She holds on to things that people did her wrong, like my father did her wrong, so she still holds a grudge towards him. When I don't know if you guys know this, especially you listening to me. When you hold a grudge towards somebody, I don't know if this is a realization yet. You're literally holding the knife, which is the grudge, which they left you with, and you're constantly stabbing yourself with that knife because you are constantly thinking and doing these negative things and letting it stress you. Just let it go. Throw the knife away. Stop holding on to these things that this person will never change, never be able to overcome, never be able to see you suffering from, so stop letting it hurt you. Change. Be the change you need to be. Stop holding on to these little things that are persistent because it hurts you. For example, she has a daycare, so she has tons and tons of kids. She's raised hundreds of kids, and it's incredible to see how big of a superpower I consider that because you're basically taking time through all of these parents to raise their children while they have to work to survive in this society. It sucks. That's why I'm glad I don't have kids yet because I want at least myself or my wife to be there for the children. It sucks. Most parents can't afford to do it. Not in California especially. It sucks. My mom is lucky enough to take on that job to raise these children. She's done it over 20 years, but she's gotten to the point now where she's let her mind think, I've done this too long. These babies are crying. I'm getting stressed out. I'm tired of hearing them cry, but you have to think to yourself, it's a new day. It's a new time. You're being there for these children. Yes, they'll probably cry because the parents hold them a lot because they don't get to see their children a lot. It sucks. You have to understand that there are prerequisites to the life choices we make. So of course, being in a daycare like she is, she's going to have a lot of children. There's going to be some issues. They're young. They're pups. Pups just get into things. They chew trash. They do. It's just how it goes. Stop holding on to this stuff. But then I see how her mentality, and this is another factor with stress that we don't realize, there's subtle things that are important that no matter how you try to avoid them, if you are daily consuming them through entertainment, through your friendships, through toxic people, through bad habits, whatever it is, if you are doing these certain things, it is going to create stress in your life. So a big one I've noticed is my mom, for example, again, she loves all her reality TV shows. I know two off the top of my head she watches are one's called Big Brother and the other one is called The Bachelor or Bachelorette, whatever it is. Sorry, mom, if you listen to this, I don't think you're going to, but I'm just going to say it is a waste of brain cells. It is such a waste of brain cells. And again, if you watch that show, I apologize, but I'm expressing my view on this. It is such a waste of brain cells because you are literally watching people in a produced environment. Yes, produced. I am a producer for national radio. I've produced national TV shows. I know what goes into it. It's not natural. It's not just turn on the cameras and go. Sorry if you're a Kardashian fan or any of these other shows. It's produced. These producers make situations to create drama, to get these reactions, to make you watch it at home and get consumed by it, and thus subconsciously adding it to your own life. We got to break that crap. We have to remove it instantly because it is subconsciously making you a stressed out person and you won't see it until you realize it. It's just how it goes. You'll never be able to fix something unless you know there's a problem to it. It's just how it goes. And it sucks to say, but these things subconsciously will ruin you. They will misconstrue how you view life, how you view relationships, how you view friendships, how you view conversations. And it is a terrible thing. 
thing. I don't know when reality TV became TV. It sucks. Why are we letting these things consume our mind? Why are you watching other people living fake lives and acting like it's a part of your life? I, it, <laughs> I'm sorry again, but it hurts my head. I try so hard to understand it, but it doesn't make sense to me. That is why I love anime. It is created off of somebody's artwork. Mangas. Mangas are books that are created by these artists and these authors, and they make such elaborate stories. For example, if you want to think of some, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars. People make such beautiful stories, and then they turn them into movies to elaborate on it. It is such poetry. It's pure imagination. It is something that is in the empowerment of creation. It is what is our gift from a higher power, the ability to create. Yet we choose to sit down and watch these people go through these terrible life lessons and then implement it and then talk about it. Bruh, (laughs) I don't know how to say it any other way. If you truly want to help yourself, if you truly want to make life better for you, if you truly want to let go of certain stress levels in your life, you need to be vigilant in what you're consuming, whether it be as entertainment, as I said, or friendships. If you have people in your life that you talk ill of, that talk ill of you, that you have confrontations with, if you have disputes with, if you guys always have back and forth, if you have disagreements, whatever it may be, if it is a common recurrence, it is not a good situation for your overall well-being. That's considered a toxic person. Toxicity slowly corrodes you from the inside out. It's like bacteria. It's like whatever you want to say, mold. It slowly takes over and it does a lot of harm. You need to let these people go or confront them. You have to realize there's so many different degrees creating to your stress. Here's another one, food. People don't understand when you eat a lot, sometimes you stress eat. You convince yourself that food is comfort. So to eat this food, whatever it is, something you like, sweets, a certain fast food place or whatever it is, you've convinced yourself that this food is literally healing my body and my soul. That's not okay. You don't want to find things to cope with. You want to be able to cope with yourself. You have to suffer to be able to overcome. You must fail to succeed. You must have to have downfalls to stand up again. It's just how it goes. Don't try to sugarcoat these things. Sugar, by the way, it's not good. (laughs) So when you eat terribly, it infects your mind. You are what you eat. There's a very important thing to that. I know we have rappers who joke about, ah, you know, I eat female and Anatomy, baby. That's all I eat. So that's what I am. <laughs> okay. Uh, I hope not because that's not good. You just have to realize we are more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. You listening to me right now, you literally have a God-given gift to overcome any and every obstacle in your life. You have the ability to choose to stay single for many, many years. You have the ability to choose to get into a relationship and help somebody grow. You have the ability to be anything and everything in this life, depending how hard you work, depending on how much you put into it, and depending what your talent is if you implement it in the right way. Think of life as a gift. That's all it needs to be. It's a simple thing that I was trying to slowly build up to, but all of these things that are consuming your life, creating this stress and making you slowly decay from inside and making you die slowly because of how much negativity. Negativity is entity. Negativity is energy. Negativity has a vibe to it. You don't want to have that in your life. It slowly hurts you. If you don't believe me, here, I'll give you a little quick thing. 
There was a great thing I read by a scientist who conducted a study. He had three jars of rice with a little bit of water in it. Each jar he decided to do different things to. The first jar, he decided to ignore it, leave it alone, and let it do its thing. It started to get a little moldy after a month went by. The second one, he decided to be verbally abusive, yell at it, scream at it, give it negative energy, down talk it, just put all of this evil at it every single day. It started to decay and turned black. The other one, which he gave positivity to, love, warm thoughts, emotions, hugged it, sounds crazy, hugged it, gave it all these cute things. It did so much and gave it so much good energy, the rice became edible. It started to actually cook itself. It's crazy. You might think I'm tripping, but I'm telling you, this stuff is real, people. We don't understand the power our words have, the power our bodies have, the power we have through what we do with every aspect from our thinking, our mindset, our gut. Everything is connected. So if you allow stress into any of these cycles and you become a stressed out person, realize nobody will fix that for you. There is literally I myself who am priding myself as being someone to guide everybody else and doing the absolute most I can to help guide you and better your life and to maybe even save you in some aspect, I can't save you from stress until you realize you are stressing yourself out. Just remove yourself. It's that simple. You want another thing that can help? Meditation. And no, I'm not talking about you shaving your head, putting on a giant robe, and going up to the Himalayan mountains and sitting cross-legged as the sun rises. No, that's very extreme. That would be cool to do one day. But no, that's not the extremism of meditation you need to do. Sometimes meditation is simply just listening. Going somewhere by yourself and reading a book. Going somewhere and listening to music on a drive along the beach by yourself. Going in a woods on a hike or going to an adventure. Going somewhere that you like to walk in a park or something by yourself. The key part here I'm trying to let you know is meditation is a form of self-reflection. Meditation is a time of self-indulment and self-centering into your own being. Meditation is a very powerful thing. It's where you let your mind relax, where you let your mind drift and maybe even think if you'd like to, but you're trying to shut everything out and just be a part of the moment. Just be a part of the now. One of the biggest things in my life, what I have with meditation, there's a couple forms. One of them is my drive to and from work. When I drive to and from work, it's about an hour uh, commute one way. So it's about two hours every day. I have the outmost bliss when I drive now because I don't care if people are going fast or slow. I have good music on. Sometimes it's instrumental, reggae, uh, some different type of uh, beats, musical, electric, whatever it may be. I put on some good music and let my mind just breathe. I'm not thinking. I'm not doing. I'm just floating and being a part of the moment. It's powerful. It's intoxicating. It is literally euphoric, and it is one of my favorite things to do. Another one, I'll go longboarding. When I go longboarding, it's about an hour, two hours, maybe even three hours. Uh, summertime, hurry up and come here. I want to longboard more. When I longboard, I'm just a part of the moment. I'm floating through time. My mind is my own. My time is mine, and nothing else matters. It's beautiful. It's really bliss. When I also go hiking, it's another one. There's so, Or if I read books at night now, whatever there is, 
is there are so many simple ways for you to find a time to be by yourself. And I truly love it. Regardless of the next lady that walks into my life, I'm going to have still times where it's to myself because you have to have times to be a part of yourself. Just as I've preached before, you can't love somebody unless you love yourself. You can't make somebody happy unless you're happy. Nobody can make you happy unless you make yourself happy. It's the same thing. You have to reflect. You have to be able to digest everything and to shut down once in a while. It's an important thing. Just sleeping at night isn't going to help because a lot of people can barely sleep because their minds are so active, insomniacs and whatnot. These are little things you can do to remove stress from your life. It's such an important thing. It's a very empowering thing and it's something that'll grow you so much by just simply listening. Just be you. Let go of all these things. Let go of these people. Let go of these just negative motions, man. It's it's really tough to describe it too elaborately, but in the simple form of everything I'm trying to reach to you with this is that we have to let go. You have to let stress go. No matter what happens, you can overcome it. I promise you, you can. I know for a fact you can because you're listening to this show and this show is empowering me to know you have something right. You are doing something right. I'm not trying to be boastful. I'm just saying that I've come to that realization with my own life. So if I can lead this life, if I can live this life, and you are incorporating these aspects to your life and reflecting, you'll notice how much better you can be. You'll always be starving for money. You'll always be trying to be a better person. You'll always try to be this. You'll always try. You'll always try. It's fine. Try Don't get consumed by not being. Just love it, live it, and just let life be yours. It's really that simple. I mean, just think about it. If you don't like your job, quit. Find a better job. If you don't like your significant other, leave them. Let them find somebody else. If you don't like your family, move out. Just go separate yourself from them. It's really that simple. Removing yourself from something isn't running away. It's letting yourself heal so you can become better. If you're always running away, then it's not going to get any better because eventually you have to take a stand and realize maybe I'm just doing it to myself. Those girls who always chase the bad boys when they were younger, it kind of makes sense that they're always stuck now at the altar because no guy wants to be with them because they're still chasing the bad boys. You feel me? We've got to grow. We've got to be better. We have to be able to lead those around us. So I challenge you. I really do. I want you to not only better yourself. I want you to not only realize the things that are making you stress in life, whether it be your family, your friends, your children, the lifestyle you're living, the hectic, fast, move, move, move societal thing we are embedded with. Whatever it may be, I challenge you to overcome these things and to truly enjoy life for what it is. Be a simple person. Be a minimalist when it comes to what life truly is. Don't expect the world, but chase the world. Don't expect to have everything, but damn well try to get as much as you can. But don't lose yourself. Don't step on people. Try your best to be happy with who you are, what you've got, and where you're going. It's a fun thing to do, and it's very simple. So when you're able to do that, when you're able to better yourself, I want you to help somebody else as well. I want you to talk to somebody else. If you see them stressing, go out of your way just to see how they are. Ask them, call them, just rift with them, invite them somewhere. Just get a little sense of who they are and what they're going through. If they open up to you, listen, please listen. It won't hurt you. I promise you it's not going to take too much time out of your day. It's not going to make you avoid something bad. It might even lead you to something better. Everything happens for a reason. Be somebody's reason to happen today. Do something great to make somebody better today. And it's never a bad thing. I myself love to do things for people, but keep in mind, if they're not looking for the help, you can't help them. It's the whole, you can bring a horse to water, but you 
can't make a drink. I can keep knocking on your door and trying to show you the light, but if you don't unlock it, I'll never be able to open the door. It's That's how it goes. That's the simplicity of it. So if somebody needs you, be there for them. Be that light for them. Let them know you're there. Even if they don't want to talk yet, maybe there's somebody that likes to be by themselves or they find going through life the way they are right now because of their own connections to other things. That's cool. That's A-OK. Let them be who they are. You just want to be that rock for them whenever they need it, and I promise you it'll help them exponentially. Remove the stress from your life. Remove the stress from their life. We can remove stress from our lives. That way we're not fearful, we're not suffering, we're not hurting, and we're not in being in this comatose state sucked into this social media crap, okay? Don't let other people tell you who you are. Know who you are. Don't try to glorify yourself with these half-naked pics, these all this stuff, these bathing suit shots. Ladies, I might have said this before, but ladies, you guys are absolutely beautiful from your head to your toe. Your imperfections are your perfections. Every aspect of you that is less is more. I don't need to see tons of makeup. I don't need to see tons of skin. If that's your prerogative, girl, hey, rock it. Who am I to tell you otherwise? All I'm letting you know is you're more than your skin especially to me. If you can show up with me and you can wear no makeup and we can have a great time, listen, you are already in captivating me and I want to know more about you. If you're able to be by yourself, disconnect from things, don't need to text all the time, don't need to be on social media all the time, are able to connect yourself to a higher power, whatever it may be, Girl, I got you and I'm interested. That's my type. That's what I want. Be that person, girl. Know it's okay to love yourself. So if that's what you like, hey, more power to you. I hope you enjoy the next Bachelorette and I hope somebody gives you a rose one day, right? (laughs) So I don't want to go too far today. I'm just getting back into the motion of things. I'm trying to get myself adjusted to these levels of staying up late, doing this show for you after my seven-hour shift to producing national radio. So give me some time. It'll take me a little bit to get back into it. I'm finding my reins again, but boy, oh boy, do I love this. I love being able to sit down with you and rifting again. I've missed this so much. So I love you guys for being there for me. And trust me, it is the return. I'm back and I'm here to stay. Regardless of what happens now, if I can't come into the studio, I got the setup at home. I'm doing it from home. I've told myself I'm settled. It's gonna happen. And YouTube... Ho! Shallow Oceans is coming to YouTube. Be ready for that. It's going to be some fun things under the sun. Just, I'm letting you know now. Be ready for that. So I remember that there was something I would do at this point. I'm trying to remember exactly how I would do it. Maybe I would pop in my mind. Maybe I would do a fancy intro and say, ladies and gentlemen, the jury of the court, my exponential fans of patrons and my only fans of only packs where I just open up cards. <laughs> This is the part where I get to tease ahead for you, as they say in the radio world, where I get to leave you with something to look forward to next week. And as I have been on an adventure lately, and I went on this nice little rant on my uh, Instagram story talking about my top Disney movies and everything that I've been consumed by through the animation work, through my childhood, through everything that has made me who I am today, there is one factor that I still hold on to so strongly that is the driving force of not only this show, not only Weeb Nation, Not only the way I view my life, the dreams and aspirations I'm chasing and that I hope to obtain by changing the world of entertainment and also helping as many people as I can through doing what I love, there is one word that Willy Wonka and everything else has always consumed me, and shout-outs to Gene Wilder. The word that I want to do for you guys next week 
is imagination. Imagination is such a beautiful thing because not only is it the reason why we were six years old and we were able to sit with a mud pie and believe it was the real thing, to bang pots and pans for hours thinking we were in our own rock band, able to run with the friends in our neighborhood and create roller coasters with a wagon on our streets. It is the empowering factor of what it means to create, what it means to challenge reality, what it means to be a stronger person, and also what it means to further the existence of humanity, of being better as we are as people, of challenging our beliefs to overcome politics, overcome race, overcome money, overcome anger, aggression, stress, and all of these different things. Imagination is key because if we went back a couple hundred years where somebody was like, you know what? I'm going to create a flying device so we could fly across the sky. People were like, look at Jeremy. This guy's a quack. And look what happened. We now have planes, automobiles, cell phones. All I'm saying is that it doesn't have to be a technological standpoint. It could be a political view. It could be a view in philosophy. It could be just something to redirect our mindsets of how to think consciously. Imagination, baby. It is everything because there is no life I know to compare to pure imagination. Oh, I love Willy Wonka, if you haven't noticed. I love the line, man. If you want to change the world, there's nothing to it. And I'm going to prove to you all that it can be done by simply doing what you love. I hope that's a lot of energy for you guys. God, I've missed you. I think I've said it twice. I'll say it one more. I've missed you. (laughs) So thank you so much for being a part of my family, for enjoying the show, and still coming back over many, many moons as I have adventured far and wide. If I have seen my uncle and have wrote him a letter of love and told him, Uncle Marco, I know you listen to every single show and you have asked where art thou art thou not living your pure life and are you not endeavoring into your favorite things of pure imagination and i said nay i have been solidating my mind to conquer every aspect of what it means to be alive I am so excited to be back. I love you guys so, so much. And thank you for being here and rejoining me because this is here to stay no matter where the day takes us. So, you know the routine. You can follow me on all social media platforms, Instagram, Shallow Oceans, all one word. Twitter, Ocean Shallow, all one word, and soon to be on YouTube with Shallow Oceans Podcast. Three words, I love you guys so, so much. So remember, guys, in a world that seems so vast, it's really not as deep as you think. I'm so glad to be back. It's the return of the Mac. I'm Alex Dyshirt, and I'll see you all next week.